This week on the Create Initiative podcast, we talk about Kyler's Hot Takes, Mike Rabiglia's new podcast, and the Power Team. Welcome to the Create Initiative Podcast, the show that brings you insights and techniques from people in the creative world. We serve to help fellow creatives connect, learn, and grow. I'm Jason Evans. To my left is the always laughing Kyler Clap. You always laugh during the intro. Not today. But you just did, though. Oh, did I? (laughs) (laughs) To my right, Kyle Lee. She tried to be serious. Not today. Not today. Tell the devil no. Not today. Kyle, uh, rocking his Tetch company, T. Tetch. Um, the official launch right there. Um, can't wait to get mine. Can't get wait. Where so. t-shirts are not sold. <laughs> what is what is Tetch? Oh my goodness. Well, it it came up on the podcast what two two and a half years ago, and uh, this is his new product line. No, Tetch. it was just about a year and year and some change. Yeah, a little bit over a year. But this is his new product line. It was not um, to be confused with Tech. It is Tetch. It's pronounced Tetch. The way it should be pronounced. That's a good eagle, though. Talking to the mic, please. Oh, that's a good eagle, mm. though. I like my how favorite part. The so this, words are on his thighs. Yeah, since so, thirty twenty. Since thirty twenty. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, if you know me, <laughs> be no surprise. This was the whole brand is born out of uh, sarcasm. So that's right. Those are the best kind of brands, though, yeah, right? So I'm just I've. I don't know the meaning of beating a dead horse until... I'd, maybe I do know the meaning. I think you just walk up to an already dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think that's the key. When someone... Let's put it this way. When someone crosses me, I will t- I will take it much further than they... They'll have long forgot about it, and I will never. And I will turn it into a brand, and... And, and that's it. And that's why you and John Mulaney will never be friends. I will make... Lemonade out of lemons. There you go. That's all that it was. There you go. So, anyways, it was it was uh at some point in my life, Kyler, it was assumed that all I cared about was tech, and so I just turned it into a my tetch. thing. I just turned it into my thing. Tetch. We Since love some good tech. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I work for a tech company. <laughs> oh well, very good. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's been a wonderful. A week full of uh, new positive COVID cases and uh, continued protests. Thousands of them. And um, Kyle, you're about to go to the the, the heart of the COVID uh, in Florida, um, taking a road trip, huh? Yeah, we're going there on a missions trip. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, what if? <laughs> Listen, guys, it's a short-term missions trip, so... Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to a beach... It's an isthmus, though. An isthmus. Yeah, not an and island. And no one will be there, right? There's people there, but they're not connected to the hot spots of Florida. Okay. It's it's basically in Alabama, so... It's yeah, like nothing, a, nothing's happening in Alabama, yeah, right? I haven't heard anything about Alabama, so... <laughs> oh, it's an interesting time, interesting time that we're... We're faced yeah, with. I'm a little mm-hmm. hesitant to go, but we've been telling our kids about it for six months. Okay. And we're not, I mean, my parents... Here's what happened. My parents booked a vacation for themselves. You know, they're grown adults. They're empty nesters. They like to go on vacation once a year. 
and um, my sister, normally they go to Cosmel or, or one of those like all-inclusive things my parents do, so it's like we couldn't go. They booked this in Florida. My sister find, found out and basically guilted them into allowing all of us to come along. Oh. Like they still have, they rented the same condo for themselves that we are all going to stay Now in. infiltrating. So the six of my family, <laughs> the five of my sister's family and my two parents. And this started out as your, your mom, mom and, dad. and dad going yeah. by themselves yeah. to enjoy. And so wow. basically my dad's invitation was, if you can get there, you have a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was code for just stay I, as far away from me as yeah, you can. Yeah, maybe don't come. I think that was the code. I, I, I made it very clear to both of them that my feelings would not be hurt. I did not expect, but she's the oldest, so yeah. she gets what she it, wants. This is your sister's fault, yeah. ultimately. My sister, you know, she's got a sweet way about guilting you into things. <laughs> and so, well, she's a she's a sweet person. She is. You know, when, when we did summer camps together, that was the, the thing about her is she was just too sweet. You know, she, yeah, I mean, and obviously that's proven true because that's she anyone that knows her, anybody that knows her, I try to make sure that they know that I'm her brother. That way they think better of me. Yeah. They have a higher opinion. I know once I found out, I yeah, was they're like, oh, like, oh yeah. So he, maybe there is, yeah, maybe not there all, is hope for him. It's not all lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how wrong. Right, Kyler? How wrong, how wrong was I? So, you is know, she the oldest? Is your sister the one you're talking about the oldest? Yeah. It's just me and her. <laughs> You feel that, right? I feel that deeply. <laughs> you know your parents care a little bit more about your decision making than your siblings, right? Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> well, I didn't like once I had once we had uh multiple children, I didn't realize like how little my parents thought of me. <laughs> the that's the not true. That's that's wow. not true, but that's I was right. just like when I was like, "Oh, yeah, there's a definite favorite." And yeah. it's the oldest <laughs> because you've known them the longest. <laughs> I mean, that's valid. Yeah, there's truth to that. You, you have a That's also while like the oldest is talking. <laughs> like my son. Are you okay? My son is able to talk and the other ones are all just still babies. And so you're like, obviously there's one you'd rather spend time with. So now that the one you produced a podcast can... with. Yeah, <laughs> that was his idea. Um, but now it's the, the scales evening. Now. Yeah, you feel and like so, it's so because you one upped her on on kids. Well, you've you've got twice as many, right? No, or she more? she just had uh, her third. Third, okay, yeah. Jones, 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 Jones. Okay, he's gonna be. A and there's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> Here's the difference between me and my sister in its head size. My head, <laughs> this big. That's it. All of my kids' heads, this big. My sister's head, this big. <laughs> Her wow. kids' heads. Here, show big. the show the camera for those watching. And so yeah. she's never gonna see this. So <laughs> she wouldn't. I mean, she wouldn't know even how to watch it. So. Oh wow. She'll. We'll, we have a family group Going text, it. and it'll be like four days later, and she'll reply. She'll be like, "Sorry, guys, I had a hundred unread texts." And. Well, she's got three kids. I mean, she's got a lot to worry about. Yeah, she's right. everything's great. I hope she doesn't watch now. She'll be. <laughs> this will be an unfun uh, vacation. An unfun, yeah. Good. You're well. You're leaving today, and you'll be gone for the rest of the week. Yeah, we'll get back on the fourth. Okay. Maybe on the drive back, we'll get to see fireworks all over. Wouldn't that be That'd awesome? Be so like cool. people, every city. If people are still cool. doing that. Yeah. They I'm kind of sad that our city did it this weekend for some reason. I'm not sure why, but Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Probably because everyone wants to go to Mustang or more. No, Mustang fire. did theirs last night. What? I, I think everybody is trying to quit competing with Oklahoma City. They do the river, the one down on the the mm. riverbanks. 
So I think they're trying to get ahead of that game. And uh, I don't know what just happened. One on the riverbanks. Yeah, down by the boathouses. Down by they, the bay. They have oh, them where the, the watermelons grow. Wow. To my is that public I domain? Not go yeah, it is. Sure. Or if I do. Or if I do. My mom would say. My mother would say. <laughs> this is a hard part. Have you ever seen. No. Nope. Have you ever seen a whale with a polka dotted tail? Down by, by the bay. Come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, as we segue into our next moment, you know, normally this, this show revolves around hot takes with Kyle. Um, today, oh, no. today. I'm feeling good. I'm just set we have a new segment called Hot Takes with Kyler. <laughs> Watch that, Mike Kyler. <laughs> so the floor is yours. I, I mean, I, okay. That was not, okay. <laughs> that transition made me uncomfy. It was so, like, professional. All right, hold on, hold on. Kyle, do you have any hot takes? Yeah, so I'm wearing these shoes. <sighs> I've had them now for 11 years. Wow. And they don't quite fit. They're a little too big, but my wife got them for me back when we first started dating. So you're going to keep wearing them. And so... They're tie-dye Converse? Yeah, they're pretty cool. I just need to be about a half size smaller. And so if it was a full size, I just would have given them away. But half size, it's like, eh, I can make up for that. Does Libby know that they're too big? Yeah, I told okay. her like immediately. Okay. I've never really been one to... Uh, Sugarcoat things, <laughs> and so well, that's quite the hot. It take. wasn't something she had to find out about me. Like, yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was just forthright. Yeah, like, a little so, bit big, but I like them. I'll yeah, wear them. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just going for it. That's good. That's a nice hot take, Kyler. Do you have any hot take? <sighs> so I watched last night American Gospel. Oh, on that documentary on, on Netflix. Netflix. Ooh. So they really said it. Uh oh. I have not watched it yet. Have you watched they, it? Chris, have you watched it? At one point, they were putting so many people on blast, basically, that they were like, we're not here to say they're like terrible people. We don't know them personally, but we're here to call out false teachers. Okay. And that's what they are. And I said, <laughs> they, I mean, they're naming names. Like they're putting clips from like their tele, whatever yeah. television series, like their sermons, and they put the pastor's name underneath it. And I mean, like, if people really listen to it who have believed maybe what these, you know, preachers were saying, it's really going to shake. Are we, are we naming any names or are we just... Oh, let's that? do Bill Johnson, Kenneth Copeland, Todd White, um, Joyce Meyer, um, Joel Olstein. They yeah. really, they call they go them after out. Like Mike Murdoch, was he I, on there? He's like the old-fashioned go-getter. He was like the first like holy water... Hanky guy. Then, yeah, they do like a timeline thing where I think he was on it where they like, you know, they talk about like the word of faith movement. Um, yeah. What's another one? I mean, they just de de they do like word of faith, prosperity gospel. The prosperity yeah. gospel. Yeah. And they just. Uh, oh, and Benny Hinn. Oh, this is the T. <laughs> Literally Benny Hinn's nephew. So Benny Hinn's nephew, he his name is like Costi, Costi Hinn, I believe. He worked with Benny while he would go mm -hmm. do all his, you know, tours, whatever. Um, and he, you know, had this big spiritual awakening was like, this is not, this is not the gospel. And so he talks a lot about it. And so once one little, um, scene they do, which is really cool is they have him talking about like his experience where he was staying in these like five star luxury hotels yeah. all around the world, private jets. Uh -huh, and yeah. they would mirror like the next frame, um, with, 
this pastor who literally sold everything he had to go be a missionary in Peru. Mm. And so they do a shot of like the televangelist fancy hotel and then a shot of this like shack um, with like where they showered in this like weird water container thing and yeah. there were spiders everywhere. It was, uh, it got me. I was like, <laughs> and they talk, I mean, they do like segments where they, they like talk about major questions like um, why does God like, um, why does God let good things or bad things happen to good people? And straight away, this pastor was like, um, the only scenario in which that applies to is Jesus because we're not good. Only God is good. Yeah. So like that was the, uh, whoever, like that was the positive note. Yeah. He like was like, I mean, that's, he's like, that's all I've got to say yeah. about that. He's, I mean, they talk, they interview these like theologian, um, theologians like these pastors, um, like ap- apologists, is that mm-hmm. what they're called? Um, they interview one of my favorite Dr. Um, Craig speakers. Who? Dr. Craig. Craig who? Craig, what's his last name? Reasonable Faith. Uh, I'm not Dr. sure. Dr. Craig. Yeah. My friend works is works there. He got me. <laughs> but it wasn't. It he's wasn't an, he's an apologist. Maybe, maybe. He's like one of the leading ones in North America. Then probably, he probably was on there. I don't know. I'm sure we could look up all the people who want it. Um, uh, William Lane Craig. Reasonable yes. Faith provides logical, articulate, biblical perspective on modern issues. William Lane Craig. Let's see. Apparently there's a podcast, too. Yeah, he's all about it. Wow. So it just kind of messed with you a little bit. They give you a new uh, uh, sense of, uh, of what it means to be a, a believer. Uh, yeah, basically everybody's getting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about that last <laughs> That's week, a right? Hot take. Yeah, but like, but like, you know, even more so. Um, I know we've talked about it, but I think this kind of just made it click for me because that's how it goes. A lot of times, like we'll talk about things and it doesn't really click to like a certain moment. Yeah, but like you know. Seven tips on how to find your your Christian spouse, not the gospel. No. Um, three steps to living more like Moses, not the gospel. Um, and that's all these sermons. Like if you go through the majority of churches on Sundays, listen to their podcast sermons, whatever, they're not preaching the gospel. And that's the whole. That was the whole point of the movie. Here's the th- here's what she's saying. Here's what she's saying, Jason, is that when we say something. She doesn't listen. <laughs> I picked up on that. I she waits for. I, I was me. I was, she waits for Netflix to confirm. <laughs> I immediately thought about all those conversations with my parents that it would be like, you know, I'll be like, "Hey, my coach said da 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 da," and I, and then they're like, "Oh, you mean the same thing I've been telling you yeah. since you were born?" Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that that. <laughs> you just yeah. don't listen to well no I did this is just on a <laughs> no, wider scale I totally understand scale. it sometimes it takes it, I mean sometimes I it takes Netflix it, sometimes it does it does take I'm Netflix I'm also a visual but, learner so yeah. the fact that it was a movie yeah like and I mean you just watch I back think we all know podcasts and <laughs> I think we all know, like, if we're talking about spiritual things, there there are just moments where everything is right for for you to see something differently uh, in a spiritual aspect, and so sometimes it takes a lot of conversations and then seeing something and suddenly it all it all clicks. So. Here's, here's a, my hot take on Joel Steen. Joel Osteen. Joel I, don't, Steen. I was like, wow, he's no, we got like a, 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 a what's yeah. the Brangelina? Going yeah, Joel Steen. So you know, he is what he is. Here's the thing. He 
was marching in a Black Lives Matter protest, and you got some other pastors out there that won't even acknowledge that what happened to George Floyd was racism and murder. Murder, yeah. And so that's all I'm saying. Has he acknowledged? Do you know? I, I don't know. I don't know if he, I mean, okay. but he was out there marching with. He was, yeah, and I, I saw that, and I was like. I was shocked, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't shocked. I really. It, but I wasn't honestly, shocked. though, here's, a, here's another hot take. Do you, do you think some of it's optics? It's like doing it to. For social media. I mean, I think it matches up to what he talks about. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he does love people. I mean, no, yeah. he oh, does. Yeah. He, yeah. D- he loves everyone. But here's the hot- hottest take of it okay. it was a body double. Is it your belief or your knowledge? <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Could be. So yeah. that I guy, mean, that guy marching looked way too young. I mean, Joel Osteen's what, ninety, one hundred? Um, he's probably <laughs> like feeding off infant blood or oh, something. Oh, see, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. What? Documentary. Let's talk about Pizza <laughs> Gate. Hold on, pizza no, gate. no, uh, no. <laughs> this is not a political podcast. <laughs> Are we talking we'll about talk the cabal about, right we'll now? We'll talk about faith all day long. Okay. Um, but, well, now I totally lost what I was going to say. You Jolstein. Said, I said feeding off the blood oh, of infants. Okay. So, you know, kind of what you're talking about, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who uh, you know, was in Nazi Germany, he he, just, he declined to follow uh, the Nazi idea, eventually got lynched, got hung for, uh, you know, not denouncing his faith and, and following the Nazi party. Uh, he called what you're talking about cheap grace. And it's this watered-down gospel. It's this eliminating the the hard ideas of what it means to actually be a follower of Jesus. He called it cheap grace, which I love. Like, I think that's a, a great way to put it. And it's true. I mean, in a lot of our churches, especially here in America, we've we've cheapened what the, the sacrifice of Jesus meant for us. And we've, we've called it the seven steps or whatever. It's these, you know, in it to win it messages or relational series. You know, uh, one, one church is doing a relational series called Zumped, which is like being dumped on Zoom or something. And, you know, it's like, I mean, it's hopefully they're, 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 hopefully they're preaching the gospel. But at the same time, man, we can fall so much into that trap of just trying to be appealing that we, we cheapen the grace. We cheapen what, what Christ really did for us. And then when he asks us to follow his lead, uh, we just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if wearing a mask is, is a violation of our belief system, <laughs> like we don't have the right belief system. Yeah, you know? we're we're up in arms about that. Yeah. But I think it, it speaks to the bigger portion of just America's society as a whole has cheapened everything. Like, yeah. no one wants to have to work hard, and they believe that they shouldn't have to work hard. That's true. Like, for something like... And no, that's top to bottom. Like, if, if, like that's I'm, the, if the I'm the having to work hard, to I'm being oppressed. Yeah. And um, I think there's just so... Uh, that points to white privilege mm-hmm. as well, because maybe white Christian privilege of the desire to want to find a way that you're being oppressed so that you can talk about how you're being oppressed for Christ. And I think that instead of just owning up and using that, the fact that we aren't being persecuted for our faith, we aren't being, you know, we're not being held back. Like we don't need to kind of find ways that our freedoms are being like, marched upon like they're not so like use that for your advantage and go out and help people yeah who actually are hurting and um but yeah i think i think it's just entitlement i think we have such especially the western christian world has such a sense of entitlement like god owes me something um especially people who've been you know following christ for a minute 
because I think we're afraid uh, at the end of the day our works won't matter. I sat in uh, a really, I was at a really big Christian convention and this pastor got up and he spoke on justification um, the whole time in grace and literally once he left the room, it was all these, and it was a huge, huge congregation of pastors. And like, once we left, you could just hear like the grumbling and the, well, I don't know. And I think you should test every time, you know, I think you should research every time a speaker gets up. Um, and you know, if they reference scripture, right. And all this stuff. But I mean, his points were very clear and I just, you know, I'm like, why would you be offended about a sermon about grace, like you're a pastor, you kind of, I mean, um, and everything was correct. And, uh, I just think, you know, at the end of the day, we're afraid what we've done doesn't matter. Um, so we can't receive grace fairly because we're like, we, there's nothing we could do to earn grace. And And we care too much about mattering. Yeah. And and all that that falls back on our American beliefs, our American ideals or, or Westernized, you know, industrial ideas, because, you know, for our entire lifehood, for our, our lifetime, our parents' lifetime, our grandparents' lifetime, our great grandparents' lifetime, you know, we've lived in an industrialized world that our entire school system was built to create nine to five manufacturers like it was, it, it was built, our education system was built to not make the best possible you, but to make the best you who can go to a factory mm-hmm. and produce something. Yeah. And so everything we've been taught is about achievement and it's about mm-hmm. having, it's about mattering. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about all those things, but that is so not what the kingdom of God is mm-hmm. because a, there's nothing you can do to matter in the kingdom of God. Like, because we all matter, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's, it's already there. Um, but it's such a challenge to, to us and to churches to figure out how do we, how do we make a difference? Because I think making a difference is different than mattering. Yeah. Well, um, and I want to be clear. Like, I didn't mean like I, that had not, when I said we, all we care about is mattering wasn't a reference to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Wasn't or, or, like, or pride or ego. Yeah, or, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was just meaning like, we're more focused on like mattering in this world than we're focused on our relationship with Christ. I didn't, mm. I didn't mean it like, yeah, I, I totally stand with black lives yeah. matter, you know, like yeah. I wasn't meaning yeah. that, uh, I'm not the all lives matter camp. That's not, I wanted to be clear about that. Mm. I mean, I think that all lives matter, but that's not, but in this moment, yeah, not, in this moment we need to be supportive. Yeah. So I yeah. was just talking about like sometimes, cause I fell into that trap, you know, like, well, I just got to do something that do something that matters. And it was like, God, like God just was reminding me constantly, like, why are you striving for things that I've already told you that you have, you know, yeah. like, and so, um, I'm, I just kind of been chilling then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just, you know, following the, the ways of Jesus are, they're just so difficult and, you know, we want to claim that we've lived a difficult Christianity. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, so even the idea, I've been thinking about this in light of Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter, or Blue Lives Matter, and, and how people, again, everyone has to pick a side, which I've, that just tires me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you look at what Jesus did. Yes, Jesus cared about each and every person. He said he came, he came for everybody, right? So that all the world may, may be saved if they'll believe in him. But when he interacted with people, he he cared about certain people yeah. in the moment when they needed it most. So the woman caught in adultery, the the believers, the all lives matter crowd, they were requesting that he punish her. Yeah. And in that moment, he he found grace yeah. to save her, to help her. You know, so even Jesus at moments, he he found the most important life in that moment and reached out to them. 
And, you know, I think in this moment, we've talked about the last few weeks, but the church, the church, it's okay for the church to say, in this moment, we're going to help people of color. Yeah. Like we're going to stand with them. We're going to do our part. Um, because that's what Jesus did. It's literally what he did. Yeah. You know? Well, I think, it, yeah, equality doesn't have to be everyone gets the same thing. All the time. All the time. Or yeah. at every moment. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, I don't know, it's just a falsehood. Oh, man. Any more hot I am, tanks? My back is sweating. Yeah, it's warm in here. Well, it is really warm in here. And you got a jacket on. No oh, I mean, I'm fine. Um, well, like like you said, Wait, what did you say? <laughs> um, uh, go no, back like, and watch the video. No, like you said, like the, sink it. all, you know. Yeah. Can you just play this back like instantly on a loop so Kyler will listen to what we're saying? Put it on the intercom in the office. Um, no, we like do you have said, listeners out there now. Um, Jesus came for the people who were, <laughs> who were like, you know, most important or like, like desperate for him in that moment. I think a lot of the times... Um, People don't, and on the same topic of, you know, um, why doesn't God heal everybody? Um, when you look in the Bible and he's in the crowds um, and, you know, they're trying to get to him and all this stuff, he usually picks out one person. He doesn't necessarily, yeah. like, heal, or it's not recorded that he heals everyone in the crowd. Yeah. Um, another hot take. Let's see. I don't know. I've really been, I've really been, um... You're gonna love the ruthless elimination. Yeah, I really, really, I'm pumped gonna... to read it. Um, I, you know, <sighs> I've really been looking, not looking. It's been popping up a lot about like self denial, like you know, deny yourself, um, and that's the way of Jesus. And I'm sure we've talked about this before. The but the way of the world is like so, um, self love, self care, and I think all those things are important because like, of course the Lord wants you to take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, but not out of vanity, but out of necessity. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I was list. I was scrolling through my Instagram this morning and this, like these lyrics to worship, a, a well-known worship song popped up and, um, they were circling like good parts of the song. But as I got to reading the song, the majority of it was I, mm-hmm. um, and part of the, I mean, also part of American gospel, what they talked about was we've moved into this whole, like, what can God do for me type yeah. of mindset? Like I matter to the King. I have authority. I am who you say I am. And it's like, where, why? Like, why does that matter? Why do I, why does that need to be readdressed yeah. so many times? Um, yeah. And, and then, oh, again, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, go then ahead. one of the guys was like, reality check, like, the Bible's not about you. And I was like, okay, ouch. But, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And another step, the Bible won't save you. So there's my hot take. Your turn. Um, The Thunder are going to win the NBA championship. Good for them. Hot I'm take. excited. Hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> uh, um, Kyrie Irving is being a punk. <laughs> If we want um, to go down the sports lane. Well, we probably shouldn't. Uh, well, he voted. He <laughs> voted to restart the season, and then he came and out. He and canted, said, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's enough of that. Anywho. And so, so here's something uh, I want to try to to shape this, because you know, we've committed to not having a guest, and I feel like it's been great, but I feel like also every week, maybe it's the, the weight of what's happening in the world. Yeah, just one event. But it's like, we always come out, and I feel like by the... I feel like we have good conversations, but sometimes they just feel negative. 
Hopefully informative, but negative. So now I want to try to shift this and Truth steer this. Truth hurts. Okay. No, Truth does hurt. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Hurts. Like you know, I think everything we've talked about has been good. But so now let's let's try to take what we've talked about and focus it on the church creative. So I mean, the people who are in the church doing creative things who may have a leader who sees things one way. And they're struggling the way we've been talking and seeing things the other way. How do we, how do we begin to, because, you know, the creative people in the church, if, if you're employed to do that, or if you're a volunteer to do that, you know, you in, in one way or the other are going to shift the way the church, the environment of the church, and, and you're going to help shift whatever the message is. So how, how can we, if we feel times of unrest, or if we feel like maybe we've strayed off what the real path is, how can we start using creative means to, to push it back? well first things first honor your leader Mm -hmm. and i don't mean just like a blind loyalty yeah but um i mean if you're gonna work there then you need to do it with respect and so um i struggled with that for a while um i think for me too whenever i was creative pastor i had to because i would just start getting upset about everything that i thought wasn't cool or mm-hmm. something that was like, oh, this is dumb. Like, why are we doing it like this? And I had to like kind of come up and with a list of like, here's my essential, like I'm not backing down from this. And here's the things that maybe I don't like, but I'm just going to, I'm going to just do it because it's my job. Like video announcements. Video announcements is the perfect example. Hated yeah. it. Um, I still don't think it's that great. And so I pushed to change them. I pushed to not do them for four years. And, um, but every single week I did them and I made them look as good as I could mm-hmm. and made them as high quality as possible. And so, because on your list, they weren't the list of like, this is, yeah, this, this is what I won't back down. Yeah. On. For this, like, I was like, man, I don't think that they're effective. I don't think that, but they're also, they're not like no one's leaving the church <laughs> because yeah, yeah. they're, they're not detrimental to the gospel. Yeah. And so, and, and, and I think when you do that, you honestly, the side of your essential, like, these are my, like, I think that'll be a lot smaller than what we act like it is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we get frustrated about these little two things so much that all the other things, like, we just don't, we just want to be heard in yeah. some way. And even so, um, stop trying to find a hill to die on. And then um, just kind of, I don't know, just do do good work. I mean, stand up for what you believe well, in. Well, have Have <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Like have, we're having right now. Yeah, right? have conversations. Be uh, that's the hardest part. Why the big reaction? I was this close this weekend to deleting my Facebook because I saw a certain conversation between two Christians, um, cussing each other, calling each other names, and everybody, everybody's so big on taking a stance. Um, and I think so even in the creative world, like with social media creating things and I just, I'm over it. I'm over creating stances. I'm over like, stop, like you said, stop trying to find a hill to die on. I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't know. I think it just needs a broader conversation. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for pa- past lead pastors or whoever are in charge of us creatives need to be involved in it too. That like, it's not a competition between you and other churches like figure out what figure out what's what's going on in your church and how you want to promote I mean how you want to create for that like yeah. there's no right or wrong like if you want to use some font that has been deemed horrible by the rest of the world then 
then use it because it, it shouldn't matter for your message. Like, yeah. um, and I'm, I don't mean to make bad art. Like, I don't mean to do that. But um, if you just got everyone running around like in this rat race and creating really cool things, but no one is like feeling joy, no one is having, then I think you're you're missing an opportunity as a leader. You're missing an opportunity as as a pastor to find that fulfillment of why you were originally called into the ministry in the first place. Yeah. Well, and like, and I don't, I don't want to over spiritualize or oversimplify that like every day should be this like spiritual awakening. But like, don't you think like uh, if, if we're creating things like in the name of God, like, mm-hmm. and if we're creating things to, to spread hope and love and joy to the church and the world abroad, like, shouldn't we be growing spiritually? Like even as we're working, like, and not to say every day is going to be perfect and there are going to be days that you just got to get the video announcements done. Yeah. Um, But like, I mean, shouldn't there be an inner growth? Like even as we're producing something and making something that it speaks to us as well. And yeah, there are going to be times your leaders are going to want something that like, you know, creatively or artistically, you're just not, not vibing with, but at the end of the day, you're going to create it because that is what they want. Yeah. Um, but like, shouldn't overall, shouldn't we have more days where we're growing spiritually because yeah. of the work we're creating? Yeah. Than, and when, when that happens, there needs to be able to have that, like, there's such a weird tension between leaders. And I feel like staff sometimes that like, you're not allowed to talk to your boss about how you can't stand the way that looks or like maybe mm-hmm. his or her style is not your style at all. And so you just kind of make it and just be like, yeah, like in line, like, I think it looks awesome. Instead of just being like, look, I, I don't, I don't like that. Um, it's not my style or however you want to like make it sound kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and I think as pastors just, or, or leaders just kind of like be like, okay, I understand that they don't like that, but yeah. this is what you, so you have to decide. I still, I still want to do that or don't get all offended and think yeah. that you've got the, just because you're a lead pastor doesn't mean that you've got the coolest ideas. And so, well, it's um, true. And, but on the creative side, you know, it goes back creative to side, honor. The same thing. Well, it, it well, definitely the yeah. same thing, but it also just goes back to honor because when you honor leadership, you'll build trust with yeah. leadership and you can have some of those conversations. Yeah. Um, you can't just come in guns yeah. a blazing. You, you can't know, come the in. First day. I think that's, I think that's with all the stuff bad, going I shouldn't on, have used that phrase. I apologize. All this, all the stuff going on with social media, all the, the cancel culture, the outrage culture, it's, it's trickled into the church. It's trickled into church staffs mm-hmm. to where people just hold everything in because they they're yeah. just going to... Because we can't agree to disagree yeah. on anything. Yeah. Like, there's no way you can have an argument. Like, well, not, not you can't even have a conversation yeah. and end on two sides. No one's... Uh, no, you're not allowed to admit you're wrong because then that shows weakness mm-hmm. or that the other person's right or... and Which brings me to... This is a total... Here we go. Divergent. <laughs> um, not the movie. Divergent is terrible. But... I thought it was okay. Another movie with Russell Crowe, his new movie. I don't even know what it's called. I just, I saw him promoting it on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And he's the bad guy. It's like a thriller. And um, Russell Crowe's the bad guy? Yeah. And well, maybe. Or is he the good or guy? Or is he? Um, but so essentially, he, he, I just heard him talking about it. I hadn't seen the trailer yet. And he was like, well, essentially this movie came about. He's like, it's. It's written, and the director said, you know, people have lost the ability to apologize and the willingness to apologize about anything. Yeah. And so um, he's like, that's basically the premise of this whole movie. And so then I saw the trailer, and so this lady, um, 
like her kids crying in the car or something and like she gets a little bit of road rage and it's like go like honks and speeds by Russell Crowe in the car and then he pulls up next to her at the next light and is like ma'am I'm gonna have to ask you to apologize like just like kind of like that and then she's just like yeah right and like drives off but then I guess the rest of the movie is him like chasing her down like not always in his car, but like terrorizing her. The whole concept is all he's waiting for her to do is apologize. <laughs> and so it's kind of this weird, <laughs> twisted, like, I don't know. Unhinged? Unhinged. Yeah, so he starts, lo- like... He is the man. Like, that's his credit. Yeah, and so, like, there's a part in the trailer... symbolic. The part in the trailer where uh, like she's like... he's. I mean, because he's, like, terrifying her life like threatening her life and because like she this, won't apologize. and then she's like what do you want from me and he's like i just want you to apologize like, it's like the big part of the trailer and i just like where huh. have we come in society Interesting. Um, all that to say um when you're talking if you're part of a church staff if you're a leader if you if you have people under you or if you have people above you be willing to admit you're wrong yeah um be willing i've been having to tell my five-year-old son that like every day this week because he'll be like oh I didn't mean to do that and I was like that's not the right answer okay what you should say is what I did was wrong I'm sorry not I didn't mean to do that mm-hmm. and so um I've been trying to just explain that to him over and over I was like that's what I was like that's what it means to be I've been because you know he's he's all about being a strong man and I was like you know what it means to be a real man is to be able to say I'm wrong I'm sorry and so um that is so wholesome <laughs> Well, he hasn't figured it out yet, but he's still well, working on it. He's still working know, on it. he's got a while. <laughs> but anyways, so I think that, I mean, I wish I would have been better at that. Yeah. In well, my it's life. just, you know, I mean, you, you live your life the way you were taught. Like, and whether it was in your family or whether it was in school or by yeah. TV or whatever, like... By culture. By culture. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, your, your faith is going to be built on... You know, what you learned as a child. What you what, see is what rewarded, you see, too. You know, and so, like, it is dangerous when you've got people who have these, you know, worldwide television stations that are watering down the gospel or that are just, just totally missing s- it. Or totally yeah. making stuff up. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's a terrible thing. And we just... I don't know, guys. I ordered some of that uh, Get Into Heaven free cards. Yeah. That was made from uh, the paper made out of the boat from Noah's Ark. Yeah. <laughs> and so... They working for you? We'll see. Yeah. Well, I hope they were. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's such a challenge, creatively speaking, to to try to offer something that is, it, it pushes the idea of a spiritual growth forward, you know, because I feel like at the end of the day, we just fall into the same, you know, 10 rules of, of how to promote this event or how to you know, promote your Sunday service every weekend or how to, you know, it's like we just fall into these formulas and, uh, you know, Donald Miller and, um, one of his books is a blue like jazz. I think, you know, he, he has a line that was like, if we reduce spirituality to a formula, we've totally missed the mark, yeah. you know? And it's like, I feel like we, we too often, even creatively speaking, we try to find this formula and, and it's like, well, it's okay to, it's okay to have a formula. It's okay to have a workflow. Like those are, those are just great productivity means, but it's like, we have to be, we have to find ways to broaden our spiritual horizons. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's literal. I think it's going back and reading 
you know, theologians work. It's, it's, it's challenging your own assumptions about your faith. It's finding works that'll make you think outside the box. Um, and, and I know that can be a dangerous road if your faith isn't, isn't super, super grounded, but like at the end of the day, like, I think we'll be better creatively if we have a broader version of what, what faith in God really is, you know? Totally agree. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Chris, you got anything to add? Producer Chris? Hot tankless. Well, you need some healing for your back. Tankless so hot water you heater. Need to, you need to get that Listen, holy if you water. give enough money, the Lord will heal you. That's right. Seed faith. That's what it is. Seed faith. Seed you know what I saw? I'm just changing the subject. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I saw there was like a list of growing, like a growing list of companies that are not advertising on social media anymore. Really? Because of all the, uh, namely Facebook. The vitriol. <laughs> Well, and just the allowance of like hate groups to exist on Facebook mm. and so, um, and other like, and get their message across and, and spread like just totally false things. And so I was just like, man, that's crazy. That just that is. regular, like Coca-Cola, like Starbucks, they're, they're, they're not advertising on any social medias anymore. Oh, good for them. Good for them. I, you know. So now all we're going to see is church ads. <laughs> it's church ads. Well, I was sitting there thinking like. Uh, this is this is I guess another hot take, but churches better be careful because before long they're going to be they're going to be just up there with the hate groups <laughs> with their ads if they're not careful. I mean seriously. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> I saw I uh, Delilah on one hundred four point one was advertising for a new type of social media called uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like Christian Mate or something. Oh, good. <laughs> but it was basically just a Christian Facebook. It's not like a Christian hookup. It's not a dating it's not one. It's just where no, you can... that's called faith. FTH, that's the dating one. FTH? Yep. I was like that FTH <laughs> app, and then I saw like an ad for like on like a YouTube thing, and they were like, faith. And I was like... <laughs> oh, faith man. without the vows. Yeah. Hey, that means you don't even have to get married. That's good. I said vowels. That's what you... Your vows. Your you vows. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, we've. I don't know how long we've gone, but I that, feel like uh, we've gone way too far. That movie voice reminds me of the <laughs> the video I'm going to be working on for the film festival. <laughs> I hope you get this done. Now that you brought up the film festival, I don't know if I can get it done, but I've got some great ideas. <laughs> oh, want to see it so bad, Kyler? Would you like to tell us after that yawn about the film festival? Um. Yeah. It is June. Don't. I don't know. Today is June. Today well, okay. is June so many hot takes. Everything else in your brain. Dead, is yeah, you don't. You don't even know. Okay, June thirtieth. Tomorrow. Deadlines. Yes, as tomorrow. As of this recording. As of this recording. After you go vote, submit your work. Yes. Deadline. Okay, I give up. Go ahead. That's all I have. Anyways, my video. Okay, listen, hold on. The deadline to submit <laughs> is Tuesday, June thirtieth. We we want your work, film and design work. Uh, you can upload it and enter at createinitiative.org/slash/filmfestival, and then uh, the first week in July, we will have first full week of July, we'll have all the work online for you to vote. And uh, at, at on July 14th, after that week is up, we will have an award ceremony that evening. We will live stream it uh, to the world, and you will be able to see if your work. Uh, was selected as the winner. July 14th? July 14th. Okay. Cool. July. 
The day I'm getting my crown put on my tooth. Oh, good. Good. You'll be ready. You'll be ready to go. I hope you're not still uh, um, anesthetized whenever. I don't think. I mean, they already did all the work. It's just they just got to pop it on there. Okay. So it shouldn't take too long. I don't know. Okay. Going the same day as my son. He's getting four cavities filled. Oh. How how fun! Yeah. As as we wrap up, uh, wrap up. Picture picture video. My video. Since I can't get it done before tomorrow, um, I was going to make a video on how the power team. You all know the power team. No, we I don't. Do. The power you team. Don't? No. What is the power team? The, the Christian bodybuilders. <laughs> what? How, you really don't how know? Have you no, never, I don't. What well, you're a pastor's kid, and you've never heard of the power team. You never and went to like the ORU Maybe fit. Center and watched them rip phone books. Maybe, no. maybe your dad has kept you shielded from maybe the power team because he power team. he didn't make it, and so he. Oh my oh, goodness! He, no, okay, he really might be because he his he tells me stuff like his power color is red, so that means like when you work out, if you wear a certain color, like certain colors. No, that's a Tiger Woods me. thing. I don't think uh, no, Ron no, no, Swanson does the same thing. Colors like my power color is black. No, that's not it. Power team, they would go around to different <laughs> churches and schools and do like little routines where they're breaking cinder blocks and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So anyways, the, the video would open. It's like a Zoom call and it's like, hey guys, I'm Brett Boulders from the power team. And uh, and so he's wearing, you know, the weird singlet that yeah. shows his nipples. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's like why even put the straps yeah, on there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually saw the power team when I was like eight years old. Yeah, I did school. too. Oh, are and, you maybe sinner, man? Yeah, and uh, anyway, the, <laughs> maybe sinner is <laughs> Duncan First Baptist. <laughs> it was two guys uh, from the power team. They're like, I want someone in the audience. Like it was, it was like a middle school. And they're like, I want the toughest guy you have in this class. And of course, this jock comes up or buff guy. He's like, I want to see if you can bend this rebarb. It's like, because they've like bend the rebarb on their head and everything. Anyway, he gets it. He looks at it. He's like, Frank. And just like literally just bends it right into it. They like, the kid the, did? Yeah, the kid did. He bent it like no no problems at all. And the power team just kind of stood there like, I didn't expect that. Like, okay, you let's know, see what I, I do. thought you were going to say they asked you to come down. Well, the, <laughs> no, the, no, the best part, the best part of this is we know you're homeschooled, so that means it was your brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by power team, it was his mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> and by rebar, it was a paper clip. Yeah, it was spaghetti noodles. It was a pencil. <laughs> Oh, well, no, so on. listen, so wait, Kyler, wait, wait, wait. You, yeah, never okay. heard of it. So okay, Brett yeah, Boulders is there on the Zoom call, and he's like, his "Listen, guys, his name is actually Brett Boulders. No, this is my character. This is my character. Okay, for the power nipples team. out a yeah. little bit. Nipples out. <laughs> That's explicit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have, have an explicit yeah. tag. Rated MA. It's uh, so, make people watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the Christians watch MA stuff now. You're not a real Christian unless you watch MA. That's true. And so, um. And so he's in there on the Zoom call. He's like, look, guys, I know that uh, because of COVID-19, we haven't had anyone come to our shows in 20 years. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, how many, how many of you guys want to see me rip a phone book? And then it just cuts to like a, a group of like six-year-olds like, what's a phone book? <laughs> like, and then be like, never mind that. And he's like, how many of you guys want to see me blow up a hot water bottle? And then it goes to like a group of 20-year-olds and they're like, what's a hot water bottle? Yeah. What <laughs> is so, a hot water bottle? Exactly. Exactly. Like a water bottle that's hot? No, no it's, it's like a, back in the olden days, they would fill it with hot water. Proven. It's like a rubber. It, I mean, you know what a whoopee cushion is? Yeah. It's basically like a giant whoopee cushion. With you plug. put hot water in 
and plug it, and you'd put it like on your lower back. Chris, you might actually. Yeah, I've been looking at that. It's like an old school <laughs> thing, but anyways, they would like blow them up until they popped, and yeah. then until multiple people died from doing that because they would blow it up so big, and then all of a sudden the air would go back into their lungs and pop their lung. And um, anyways, that's kind of what I've worked on so <laughs> far. And so, I love it. I love it. Keep keep working at yeah. it. Um, we I may even wait. even if it's not an official entry, if you can get it done before yeah. the awards show, it can be our opener. For the awards show. Yeah, please do. <laughs> well, I'll be gone all this week, well, avoiding the, the, the virus time to do it. at the beach. <laughs> at the beach. Recruit well, some of my crossfitters to be the cast. Yeah. I, listen, go. I've been working out. I've got plenty of muscles okay, to Kyle. be Brett Boulders. <laughs> all right. Well, Kyler, this week you need to research the power team just so you have a full understanding. Well, I of, sent that screenshot of, of their are. website of yeah. as seen on. Yeah. And yeah, YouTube probably. Oh, yeah. There's mm, I don't think so. There's um, definitely clips. They haven't had a show since YouTube was invented. Yeah, so. they used to be on TBN all the time, like in the 90s. The, look at that picture I sent in the Slack. It's uh, as seen on, and then it, <laughs> it says on there, Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, sadly enough, I've seen that episode. <laughs> Power team at Tulsa, yeah. 1988. Is that where you were? Not in 88, probably, but yeah. I mean, it was definitely like, it was when Victory, this is this is great for our Victory Church fans in Tulsa, <laughs> Dustin, all you guys. Uh, they used to meet in the Maybe Center when when Pastor Billy Joe was, was the pastor. And uh, they would pack out the Maybe Center for the power team. And it would be like Victory Church's, you know, Sunday night service. And that would be what it is. So, uh, like, we went several times. It was yeah. great. I mean, they just go around cracking cinder blocks, and it's like, man, so They'll lay on, like, a bed of nails, and someone will, sled, like, put a cinder block on their chest, and with yeah. a sledgehammer, they'll break it. It's so great. many useless skills. Yeah, but it's all in the name of Jesus. Well, yeah, they the just power do, of God. They do all that. Yeah, the, the Holy Spirit's helping them break all that stuff, and then at the end, they ask you to come and accept Christ. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's you, true. Well, you, she's mesmerized. Like, <laughs> <laughs> The amount of testosterone is just very overwhelming. Well, I would assume the Kyler, steroids too. Kyler, <laughs> Kyler, yeah. I just got it in this mo- in this moment of equality. Okay, you should strive to become the first woman power team member. That's right. <laughs> Your dad could train you. That's true. Absolutely not. Come on. I'm not about to look like. <laughs> I'm not about to look like that. Why not? <sighs> Uh, nah. All right, that was your well, chance. That was your anyways. chance. Well, it's a great idea. Look yeah. forward to seeing the finished product. Could do like uh, martial arts stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I was brainstorming. Oh, you could you could be the new Walker Texas. Remember Ranger. when I punched that chair? I do. Yeah, it I was force. Be. Yeah, you could incorporate so, weightlifting with tap dancing. So, <laughs> uh, Walker is on uh, Charge TV every night. Power and dancing. So, um, my wife and I have had this terrible habit of watching it now. That just, is t- just for the terrible. joy of it, because it, it's quite hilarious. But it's got some awesome guest stars. It's horrible. Toby Maguire was on it. Giovanni Ribisi was on it. Yeah, it was very successful. Um, oddly successful for how bad it is. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. I only remember one episode, um, and <laughs> it's when something happened to Walker's eyes. I don't eyes. know what you're talking about, so I'm just making funny faces at the camera. Okay. It's Good. when something happened to Walker's eyes, and so he was blinded temporarily. And so he had these bandages <laughs> on his eyes. Oh, man. And so I haven't seen that one. Couldn't see at all. Right. And so then it gets to a part where him and uh, his deputy are having to roundhouse kick a bunch of people. And he's got this bandage <laughs> on his eyes. And so, but during this this scene, so he could fight everyone, you could see to where they had just like a one thin layer of like the bandage. And so you could obviously see the two holes they had cut out so he could see. And he's just <laughs> supposedly blindly roundhouse kicking all these people to the face. But 
In reality, he could see. It was well, a stuntman. You know all the Chuck Norris no, jokes? No, it was Chuck Norris. Yeah, oh, it, it he totally did all wasn't his own a stuntman. But you know all the Chuck Norris jokes that came about in the yeah. mid-2000s? Like, if you watch the show, I think he was totally in. I think he started those jokes. He was totally in on the joke back in the 90s. He's Because the there's so many things happening in that show yeah. that is, it, it's just impossible. Yeah. Only Chuck Norris could do it. He's, I mean, and he's like... What's even better? Eighty something effects. years old now. I know. Yeah, he's an old dude. Uh, my math teacher and Chuck Norris are the same age. My math teacher from high school, and it was like Chuck Norris was in the in Expendables, and I'm like, then I go to class the next day, and my math teacher like can barely stand up, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was age? like in his late fifties when that show was on. Like he's Chuck Norris, something he's else. The man, let's but bring him anyway, back. I'm not. I'm not necessarily. Uh, Glad to admit that, but it, it we we do find uh, dark humor in watching it, and listening to the sound effects. It's pretty great. And shot, pretty great. Shot in so, Dallas. So shot I mean. in Dallas on location. So some good stuff. Well, uh, do we have anything else we need to talk about? I was just going to mention the Mike Birbiglia's new podcast. I mean, yeah, go for it. It's great. It's called Working It Out. And so basically, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Mike Birbiglia, yeah. but he's a stand-up. Yeah, she's definitely not a stand-up comedian. <laughs> And so his tour was canceled. Um, yeah. And so, um, and he's been doing this podcast where he brings on guests to work out new material. And it's, if you're a fan of comedy, it's so really they fun. actually like bounce ideas off each he other. He tells and the, stuff he like tells that. them to bring something, like bring a few jokes that they are working on, and then he and they just like kind of pitch. He's like, okay, I got one, and like it's more of like they just talk back and forth, like talking with each other, and, and then it's just really good. Yeah, yeah, really I'll light, check that out. lighthearted. Um, but you know, John Mulaney's on there. Ira Glass is the first because Mike Rubiglia got to start um, with uh, uh, This American Life. Okay, like I working for that. This American Life and uh, Burbigs, the Moth, Radio the Moth Radio. Radio. Yeah, and so um, Ira Glass and then John Mulaney are the episodes I listened to this week. Does it have an explicit tag? It doesn't have an explicit tag, but there. And John Mulaney's on it, and it doesn't there, have an explicit there are, tag. There is language. I mean, okay. it's not. It's not uh, like every word. Yeah, but like, the, they're not shy about. I mean, it just. I mean, it's just when it randomly like you can just tell that that's how they normally talk. Yeah, they're not yeah, trying to yeah. be explicit. Yeah. And so, um, but even Ira Glass, which you never hear him use oh, yeah, any yeah, curse yeah, words, <laughs> and so. Uh, but do you know I who Ira Glass is? Now I'm disappointed. Oh. Uh, you would like Terry Gross. I like John Mulaney. Yeah. Well, you'd like Ira Glass, too. John Mulaney's kind of a woman. <laughs> that's a joke well, he would make. He's, now he's not going to be on the show. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. Like, I, I love the two comedians talking to each other is the most entertaining. Yeah. And, and because they're always pitching ideas, bouncing bits off each other. And truthfully, like, if you're a pastor... I mean, language notwithstanding, you should you should follow every comedian you can, and yeah. you should hear their behind the scenes because stand up comedy and a pastor they're identical. Yeah, they're the same exact same. That's thing. part of my stand up routine. Yeah, is yeah that you give a look, but if I you listen know. to enough stand up com- comics talk and talk about their craft, talk about what they do, what their job is in front of people, it's the exact same. That's part of my my own stand up routine. Is that you know I used to be. I used to be a pastor, <laughs> which all pastors are just failed stand-up comedians. There you go. Like, and I'm not saying anything spiritual in that. No, that's like, not like a dig the, at the heart. In the way it goes back to your hot take at the beginning, in the way we've crafted church yeah. and the way we've crafted uh, what a pastor is and what a communicator is from the pulpit, they're they're identical. I mean, how many terrible jokes have you heard from a pastor? Joel Osteen. Yeah, Joel Osteen. His whole day. his whole bit is is built on a funny story right at the beginning. So, anyway. Anyhow. Anywho. 
You should say any what, but it's fine. <laughs> all right, we need to get out of here. This is terrible. This is the worst show <laughs> what? of all time after the hot takes. <laughs> I feel like we're just getting warmed uh, up. Kyler, thank you for your hot takes. My back is hot and sticky. Kyle, thank you for your... Uh, hot and sweaty makeup to my eyes. Thank you for your power team info, Chris. <laughs> That's a Transformers you. 1 reference. <laughs> Chris, thank you for your power team story. And uh, I'm Jason Evans, and we want to thank you for joining us. Hopefully you've stuck it out. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, another episode and I'm sure some more hot takes. Right, Kyler? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, she is out. Reese's like, Pieces, everyone. Kyle, be safe on your road trip and we'll see you guys later. Later.